Hey there, listeners. This is New Epps, author, entrepreneur, and small business coach. Just feeling like I'm back in sync with you. I thank you so much for subscribing to our podcast. If this is your first time listening, welcome. I'm your host. I am just a long-term, long-life visionary who put together a small business, who decided to use my experiences as a business owner to share free tidbits, practical strategies, and guide you through the different processes that I had to um, work at to even be able to articulate, to just grow in my business, to build confidence in myself, and to monetize my gifts so that I could provide um, a steady income for my household. And if that's what you love, then definitely keep listening, tell a friend, subscribe, call into the show by downloading the Anchor app, and just let me know that you are listening and that the content that I'm bringing to you is what you want to hear. So I thank you all for being patient. I hope that the time that I've been away from recording that you've had an opportunity to get caught up on all of our episodes and to just hear from some of the professionals and other process pros that I'm connected to tell you their stories and share their wisdom and expertise to benefit people like you or me who are just constantly looking to evolve and grow and do better with the blessing and the gifts that we've been given. So not to bore you too long, I am going to talk today about diversifying the gift or diversifying your gifts. And why is this important to me? I'll tell you why. Because right now your girl has been so busy. Like I am a long-term professional um, event consultant, event designer, event planner, whatever helps you get a point of reference. And if you don't know, this summertime and basically you know February through August is peak season so in addition to you know working a full-time job running a full-time business organization employing staff training them for client needs and programs reaching out to new clients following up with leads training and coaching my clients being a mom, going to track meets every Saturday, you know, spending time with my husband, getting that quality time and date night in. It can be a lot. And sometimes you hear people say things like, oh, you're doing too much. And they may say that because they look at the schedule that you have and they associate what you do with their patterns of behavior. And they may say, you know, you're doing too much or there's no way I could do that. Or, you know, maybe you should just sit down or, you know, I feel like you just need to pick one thing and stick with it. And I just found I just find irony in that because we will constantly support other people that we don't know say, and this is no shade to any of these people. Most of them are trailblazers who I admire personally, but just for the purpose of conversation, I want to dive into the conversation of how is it that small businesses and entrepreneurs are questioned when they want to diversify their offerings or branch out into new avenues to just explore and see what's out there to test, to test and practice certain things to see if there's buy-in, um, you know, based on their skill sets. But a lot of times people try to deter us from doing so when they have no problem purchasing tickets to a Rihanna concert or going to a movie where Rihanna is starring or even purchasing her makeup line. 
or her Puma shoe collection. And it's, it's, it's expected at a certain level that you should diversify, okay? I'll take Oprah Winfrey, for example. You know, everybody's okay with her being a, a journalist and a daytime TV host and a magazine creator and a movie mogul and an owner of Weight Watchers and, um, you know, self-development tour. And these people have just listened to the voice that's within them they are, in fact, staying in their lane because they are moving in things and diversifying their natural passion, gifts, interests, and skill sets that they've honed over the years. And so as we jump into this podcast today where we're going to be talking about diversifying your gift, I want to know, what is it? I want feedback. You know, if you download the Anchor app or you send us an email on our website or you know, listen and come back to their social media page. Like, let me know. Why is it more accepted for people of power or people of influence or affluence to diversify their gift and to be accepted, but your local um, entrepreneur or community leader or hero gets flack for stepping out and trying something that they may not be known for, okay? So just using myself as an example, I hear all the time when I do events or I don't market that as much as I market my coaching or as much as I market the podcast, I hear them say, well, I thought you did events. And I go, yeah, I do. And it pays the bills. It pays the staff and it pays for itself. It pays for vacation. It pays for the office building that we have. It, it pays for it. But, you know, there's more to me than that one gift. And if through running my event planning business, I have learned how to manage time. I have learned how to automate systems so that I could be more present and do more things with my life that I enjoy, like writing blogs about the experience I've had in my business or sharing a platform of conversation with all of my many clients and partners that I met through the business. And I just want to make sure that we understand that it's okay to diversify our gift and if we haven't thought about that, that, you know, maybe we should. So I'm going to take a quick break and I want you on the break to maybe just think about all the things that, you know, you either have yet to do or ideas that fuel you or build you or encourage you or just give you more energy to explore and become inquisitive and create and, 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 and collaborate and research because that is truly where the treasures lie. And I think that our world and our, our, our e-commerce and our marketplace is enriched by people just like you and I who grab life, you know, by the balls and say, I'm just going to try it. Okay. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And I'm not going to talk about it, you know, ad nauseum. I've basically presented the question that I want you to think about. And sometimes just positioning a question and creating a posture for people to just think deeper within themselves is all you need to do. So I know for some of you, you may not know how to start by diversifying your gift. And I definitely don't want you to just jump into something that's massive that you can't, you know, finish. But I just want to give you three quick tips on ways that you could take and turn all that negative energy and say feelings of failure when your main focus or your main industry isn't producing like you need it to for either 
financial reasons or you have a seasonal business or, you know, you're working full time and don't have the time to commit to it right now. It doesn't mean you have to stop. It just means you have to diversify your gift. So I am New Epps, author, entrepreneur and small business coach. You are listening to the Process Pro Radio show and I am talking about diversifying your gifts. So I'll be right back after this musical interlude load. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll be right back. I'm back from our little musical interlude, and if you're just now tuning in, I'm your host, New Epps, author, entrepreneur, and small business coach, and today I wanted to talk about diversifying the gift. Now, today, where I am, depending on what part of the world you're on, it is Wednesday, June 20th, and I... um just wanted to take a few moments to give you some food for thought and help you kind of really, really explore all the opportunities that you may not be maximizing that you have within. I know that sounds very cliche and very like Jedi mind trick-ish, but it really is something that I believe in because I feel like if you look around your house or you look in wherever you place your ideas in in a briefcase, on your laptop, in a notebook, whatever it is, a vision board, how many like partially completed products or ideas or t-shirts or, uh, you know, unfinished websites or business programs do you have sitting around? Or let's say you haven't necessarily written them down, but how many of those things do you have floating around in your head? You know, I'll, I'll wait, like, like really think through it. And if you're like, either an entrepreneur like me or someone who's just creative or a a long-term hobbyist, the answer is probably a resounding too damn many. (laughs) And, you know, if this is your first time listening to my show, I mean, I get a little colorful every now and then, but respectfully so. But, I mean, seriously, like, frankly, like, have you ever said, "Why, why didn't I do that? Or, what am I waiting for? And I mean, frankly, the reason that you have all this stuff incomplete, it isn't because you don't know your shit or, or, or you're not a resourceful person. And even we even use the, the excuse like, well, I'm too busy. I can't focus on it. Or, you know, you don't finish because you're a poor executor because you get up and go to work every day. You get up and shower every day. So you, you know how to execute. And it's not even because you don't have enough time. So let's just go ahead and put all that BS aside and let's really get to the root of maybe why you haven't diversified. I think it's probably because you don't know how. But it could also be that, you know, you're overthinking the whole damn thing and everything that is going to take for you to start getting movement to your ideas or the things that you truly are gifted in. Because I understand, you know, sometimes it's hard to get moving when you don't know how or you don't have a process. Hence, Process Pro Radio, shameless plug, but I digress. But seriously speaking, I mean, uh, I think right now, social media is kind of doing itself in, you know, while it's a great platform and while it is a free source of marketing for small businesses and for individuals, for artists, for actresses, for the arts, or even just for your own persona, you know, whether you're that that person in real life or not, social media is um, good, all right? But it's also a deterrent. And I think sometimes it serves as a decoy because we use it to gauge 
or measure up if we're relevant enough or worthy enough or capable in comparison to people we don't know, to products and things we haven't tried, to even validate if they do what the 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 social media following says it does, okay? Because if you're like me, you'll just follow something and somebody follows you, you follow them back. Just because you give a follow doesn't mean that you can vouch for the, the product durability. You know, no, granted, for the things we like, we screenshot it, we save it, or we send our friends. And we'll send our friends to a link that we saw just because we we like it or we are trying to I guess establish trust with 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 what they've said they can do so yeah you'll give a shout out but it doesn't make it better than you or it doesn't make it further along than you just because it received a popular push of support all right and I think that again when it comes to Figuring out why we have all these incomplete projects and why we don't necessarily diversify our gifts is because we allow social media and again comparison to force us to buy into the belief that we have to one create something from scratch and reinvent the wheel. Which is not true because my long term career in higher education We never reinvented the wheel. We always found benchmarks at other schools to figure out how are we doing as it relates to SACS accreditation and and what it takes to be an accredited institution and what type of programs receive awards. And we would pull 10 or 5 and figure out who was closely aligned to us with demographics, with funding, etc., etc. So that we had a real understanding of where we truly fell on the spectrum. So again, social media makes you think that you have to create something from scratch or reinvent the wheel. Otherwise, you're a fake, a phony, a catfisher, um, or inauthentic. And you have to be careful because um, there is always someone who did it before us or who was inspired by the work of someone else to create something else. And we have to stop being so selfish and thinking that um, we can't share because it's not it's not true um two i think the social media keeps us from diversifying our gifts while we're comparing because it creates something that looks or appears to be already done or something that we want to do seems oversaturated um or you know we 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 just kind of fall back because we feel like someone beat us to the punch in our area of expertise. And that's a myth because as I said, just because it looks a certain way doesn't make it true. And just because someone is doing it in their style and their way doesn't mean that they've had your life experience or your unique mix of experience to make you your own unique selling point. Okay. And three, the reason why I think we don't diversify our gifts or that we don't finish things or that we overthink and don't create a process and we allow social media again to make us feel like we have to create something so comprehensive and so massive that we never start or we find ourselves feeling less than worthy 
of even starting because we feel like what we have to create or do, we don't have the means or we find it impossible. So mm -mm, it's too much, you know, get out of your head, get out of social media and really get back to your core beliefs, your core self and the things that make you who you are so that you can diversify the gift. And, you know, if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. You know, this isn't a one size fit all podcast. This is just my process pro journey, things that I did, things that I had to become aware of so that I could fix it so that I could move forward and just keep tweaking the process as I work to get better. So I'm done with social media because we give it too much of our time anyway. But I do want to focus on those three beliefs that I mentioned, you know, thinking that if you want to get out of what you're doing now, be it change a career, be it add a new product, be it diversify and market a different brand or or branch of your business that you got to create something from scratch or reinvent the wheel that you have to go out overboard to do something comprehensive and massive because you feel like it's saturated and you have to totally do something like Einstein. Um, believe it or not, those thoughts are holding you back from creating the exact shit your market is looking for okay it just happens to be something that you can probably put together in an afternoon if you get out of your headspace and just let it flow naturally I bet I bet right now if you were to just get quiet or get to a place of inspiration you probably could in an afternoon or say four hours really really take your life experience your hands-on applied wisdom experiences that you've had and make something you could sell. I bet you could. We all can. And that's the gift of diversifying your gifts. Because I bet when Oprah got started, she didn't know on this day and after all these years that her love for broadcasting would permeate media in so many ways. And then the fact that she was on media where something where people judge you are based your ability or the way you talk or the way you interview based on your physical size. Her life story and her life struggles helped her get to the point where she could decide and be a worthy candidate and spokesperson for something like Weight Watchers. So y'all better recognize this journey and start diversifying your gifts, okay? So for example, you know, again, always using myself, um, I can build websites in like 30 minutes. All right. I can either build them from code because I am of a certain age where we didn't have templates and WordPress. We had to go to Dreamweaver, go into the back code, learn HTML and use colons and symbols I've never used on my keyboard ever in life before to make a word bold or to change the color of text that showed up. But now you don't do it that way. All right. So. I can either build a website from code, I can build it from a template, I can build it from a CSS style sheet. Some of you don't know what this means, but it's important. Go with me. But I take that for granted because I think everybody can do it. I think, oh, well, you know, anybody can build a website. They got Wix. They got all these different things for free sites. They got Squarespace. You know, people don't need me to help them build a website, right? And I, I devalue my wisdom. And I think that what I know is not valuable to someone else who doesn't. All right. At the same time, you know, I know I have the gift of gab. I can sit like I'm doing right now on a rainy day in Houston, sitting in my car because my boys are in the house being too noisy. And I can just sit out here and just off the top of my head, create a whole 
conversation with myself where I look crazy and, and my neighbors keep walking out thinking I, I'm, I guess I'm locked out of the house, but I can sit here and pull you in and tell you about my journey to hopefully help you get to your to, to your gifts and, and to build your confidence to go out and just try these techniques I'm sharing you sharing with you. I mean, you know, talking is where I thrive and feel at ease. But you know, before now, I would talk myself out of offering how to do websites, or I talk myself out of doing a training video, or I talk myself out of sharing tips on a podcast or doing instructional webinars. Not because I couldn't, I just felt that everybody was doing it. And I didn't need to do it too. And not valuing the fact that I had a gift that I could diversify to help people because social media and a lot of other things that are already in our head in our subconscious tell us that we shouldn't do it it's too saturated everybody on everybody knows this and yada 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 as Seinfeld says you know but I hope listening today will make you rethink that. If you're driving to a job that you hate, I'm not going to ever tell you to quit and not go because people definitely undervalue the benefit of a guaranteed paycheck or a direct deposit. So I would never do that. But in the time that you spend clouding your head with, I hate traffic. I wish I was doing something else. I hate my cubicle. My boss doesn't like me. I hate leaving my kids, whatever talk that you have in your head I want you to just change it to say you know what what do I know or what have I learned at this job that has given me a skill set or a gift that if I did nothing else but three nights a week modified what I know and what I do for other people in this other job and put my own spin on it to give me joy, and to maximize all of this everyday education that I've received. Because whether you know it or not, when you are going and learning something from someone else, where you're learning and getting indoctrinated into their office culture, their corporate brand, the way they answer the phone, the way they do an invoice, the way they greet customers, the way they book appointments, all of it, those are gifts that you have been sitting on. So... All that said, do this no more, okay? Just apply these little tips I'm going to give you. And they may sound weird at first, but just trust me. You know, you don't have to use it to my matrix or my rubric. But take what you know, take your life, take all those notepads, sticky notes, and vision boards from year after year, and plug them into these action steps so that using your own expertise you can see that you can create a space that exists just for you. And with some of the gifts, we actually help people. But you have to have to have to diversify your gifts. So I've said a lot in this segment. We're going to take a quick break. And when I come back, I'm going to give you three quick tips. And then I'll be out. So I appreciate you for listening to the Process Pro Radio. If you like what you're hearing, tell a friend, text them and say, you know what? You should check out New. You should follow her on social media at NewEps.com. You should like her Facebook private group, The Process Pro on Facebook. And you can follow me on Twitter. And you can even learn about my business, Essential Elements, and kind of just look to see what I have taken almost the last two decades to build for my family. So Keep listening. I'll be back with three action steps, kind of like a template for you to kind of try your hand at to see if you can find a way to diversify your gifts and your skills.
We'll be right back. I'm back from the break and I am ready to jump into these three quick tips to help you diversify your gifts. Okay, so I want to say action tip one or step one will be identify a problem. Okay, and when I say that, you know, I'm not talking about like a world problem, but I'm going to give you an example. So take a problem such as, you know, instead of obsessing on Instagram or following someone that go, man, you know, how do I get that many followers or how do I build a mailing list to be able to communicate to all these people the way I receive emails from whoever. Right. But rather than just say, you know, how do I build a mailing list? Like, don't focus on building what you don't have, okay? I want you to solve the problem of saying, you know what? Let me focus on what I would say if I had an audience, okay? Because, you know, we waste so much time Googling trying to figure out how to solve our problems because we either don't have the money and we're trying to get creative or we don't even know how to get started that we'll hone in on something silly like, well, how do I build a mailing list? Well, you don't really need the mailing list because, and you definitely don't need 50 million people to tell you how to do it because not everything works for everybody. So try to get even more focused on the problem, all right? Start saying things like, you know what? If I was going to collect people's emails, I would probably do it by giving something away. I would probably go to networking events and every person who exchange, who I exchange cards with, I follow up with them and go, hi, my name is new. I have a small business. Thanks for sharing your card with me. You know, we didn't get to spend much time talking and networking, but I'd love to add you to my mailing list so that you can kind of see the things that I'm doing and see if there's a way or if there's room for us to collaborate, right? Something simple as that. That's the way I do it. So once you write that down or you consider like, okay, this is how I could potentially get email addresses or get people to follow my blog or subscribe to my business newsletter that I've been dying to send out. Okay. So let's say you, you figure that out. You write, you write it down. Okay. Then you say next week, I'm going to go try it. You go try it. You test it out. It works. The first person says, yeah, great news. Nice to meet you. Sure. Add me to your mailing list. Right there. You have just created a system that you can bottle up and sell. Because I guarantee when you identify a problem or you find an area that you need help or you take the time to figure out how you're going to solve a problem that you've identified, you're on your way to diversifying your wisdom. And your knowledge because you can type that up you can make a workshop out of those steps you could go live on Facebook to tell people how you did that the results that you got if you're into numbers and analytics you could do a statistic bell curve to show this is how many people responded positively to this approach versus having them go to my website and just type in their email address so basically This step one that I'm telling you, it really is a recipe for you to sit down, figure out how you do things. What's the problem? How do you solve it? Or what creative um, avenues do you explore to get to the root of it? And then 
back package that shit up and sell it to somebody else and you've just kind of gotten out of your head you've solved a goal or problem that you had in the business but you've also created a process and a system that you can share with others that's all it is when you diversify your gifts and if you don't have gifts you diversify your wisdom right so Step two, I already kind of alluded to it, is just define your process, right? So using the example of like getting people on your mailing list, the chances are, you know, you have notes and checklists and you have so many, let's say, Facebook and social media DMs. And some people are like, oh, well, we don't do business through social media. Well, it's not that you don't want to. It's just that you probably can't keep up with it and track it. So, you know, now that you know how you get people you know, to, to, to opt into your newsletter. Now you need to figure out where can the problem that you just, I guess, solved or explored be implemented elsewhere. So you can say, wow, that worked in person. Me going to this networking event and just kind of reaching out and then asking them if I could add them to my listserv. Well, damn, how many people are in my Facebook DMs and my Instagram DMs that I've just kind of curbed and said, you know, I don't do business doing social media. Don't do that. Just say, you know, hey, we prefer to do business via our email. But in the meantime, if you'd like to communicate with us and see what kind of specials and services we have so that you don't have to DM us, how about we add your email to our mailing list? <laughs> and then once you do that, boom, you got another program. You go out there and you say, you know what? We used to not do business on Instagram or we used to not want to communicate with potential leads and prospects through these avenues but hey we did it it worked and here's how we can work for you boom another problem another problem solved another way to diversify and find ways to get income to build relationship and to reach some of the goals that you have so that you can diversify your gifts and do more with what you know and with your wisdom so the last step then I'm done you know share what works and even if you share it for free with people and you just, like I said, go live or you say, well, I feel sleazy and slimy selling stuff. Well, get over it because that's that's the name of the game. Um, you know, the, the last step is share what works for a price or a trade off. So I get it. You know, some of you are still timid about asking to be paid for your you being valuable. Remember the example I just led with about building the websites, you know. That's a valuable skill. Your wisdom is valuable. So share what works. And if you don't feel comfortable charging, then ask like, yeah, I'll tell you how I did it. But would you mind, you know, hosting an event and inviting your network and allowing me to present it live in front of an audience? That's a great way for you to make a new connection and to diversify your gift, your gift of speaking, your gift of teaching. And it doesn't take you doing anything different than what you're already doing. I mean, that's it. You, 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 you identify a problem, you figure out your process and how you solve it or go about attempting to solve it. And then you just share what works and how you tag it, price it, name it, bottle it up, market it. It's your business. But just package up your already existing experience and wisdom. And voila, I mean, you got a new product, a class, a resume update and more so that you can get something up for sale to just kind of supplement when your business isn't doing what it's supposed to do or if your paycheck isn't stretching to what you need it to stretch during the summer while your kids are at home eating up all the groceries like my kids. 
<laughs> or why summer camp is kicking your butt. So diversify the gift, you know, and find someone that you admire or aspire to be like and kind of back into maybe what led them to diversify the way they did. I guarantee you can find an autobiography, you can find an interview and be inspired. So that's our time today, you all. Thank you so much for listening to the Process Pro Radio. I hope that this didn't fall or go way too far left, but I just think it's so important for us to recognize that we have so many opportunities within that we don't tackle and put on display and perfect and utilize to help us ultimately just be self-sustaining. That's all it's about. I'm not money hungry. I don't have to be known across the world or the globe, but I do want to diversify my gifts to keep me happy and keep me evolving and keep me learning and growing and connecting with new people and getting a world view of business and entrepreneurship and communication and podcasts and all the things that I'm blessed with in this day and age, you know, there's a reason I was born in this digital millennial um, world is flat environment. And I think if you're here and you're listening, so are you. So let's diversify the gifts. Let's stay connected. And I hope you continue to support the Process Pro Radio. Thank you so much. And I will catch you next time.